Hello guys, welcome to the first episode of Multipurpose. I am with Mr. Padmanam and uh, he is uh, he have worked he have been the vice president in ITC and has worked as an independent uh, as a consultant in a, a lot of companies uh, other than that. Uh, I'm very grateful to have him here. He have uh, he's a most inspiring person I've ever met. Being uh, 83 years old, he works great for the community. He's helping the communities he's making helping government schools to make uh, toilets for a better toilets for uh, students living there and studying there so i'm very grateful to having him here he has uh, his organization which works in yelanka to uh, he have been clean is with his friend he's cleaning a lot of lakes and he's a great person to meet, uh, meet him so i'm very grateful to have him here thank you so for coming and so yeah let us start so my first question is uh, what is fear means to you Thank you for making me great in the way you talk. Fear always makes me see a challenge. The way we are brought up, we never see fear and get uh, disturbed. You understand fear comes out of some change than what you expect to happen. that has come up because of the changing situation. So, fear never disturbs me. It, it challenges me. Okay. So, I, I, I always consider it that way and I have always enjoyed facing challenges. Most of the, most of my lifetime, I have enjoyed challenges. Without challenge, life is dull. the government school to make a better uh, to, the usage of toilet better for students in the school living uh, being there so can would you like to explain uh, what is your movement about what you are doing no it is simple see as indians i find maybe wrong also that we enjoy complaining we enjoy abusing authorities we enjoy abusing situations but don't think so what can I do to improve it? Yeah. I have imbibed in me, if I see something wrong, say, all right, what can I do for it? This is what happened when we talked about these toilets. Yeah. I and my friend, retired general manager of Preserve Bank, Mr. S. Pekar Subrao, were walking across Bairasandra area in Jayanagar. And I found a toilet in front of the school, government primary school. And what happened is we were really struck by the smell that we got there. Yeah. We investigated, found out that the toilets were really horrible. Horrible. And worse, for 160 children, they had about four toilets. And they didn't have doors. A girl would stand outside the toilet so that the other one can go and use it. This was horrible. Why should I accept it as a thing that should continue? Then I and Mr. Rao both decided we should do something about it. And what did we do? We approached people through WhatsApp, telephone, and 
contact with them, gave them pictures of the situation and said, what can we do together? Yeah. Immediately, money started coming. Then we had uh, it published by Deccan and Ross. They took cognizance of our efforts. They put an article. They reported it. This went across to a larger group of people. Yeah. So we started getting money more. Yeah. In, in fact, even today I don't know this person by name, Mr. Nagapa. He's in Bombay. None of us know him. He sent 50,000 rupees after reading the general report. But very funny thing happened, which I must tell you. Before starting the work, we went to Ganapati temple. Right? And wanted to puja. So the Purohit there asked me, what's your gotra? Generally they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, toilet gotra. <laughs> he started laughing. He said, what do you mean toilet gotra? I explained the project that we have. Believe me, he immediately said, sir, you wait here. We, Purohit here, collect money on a daily basis. <coughs> where we help school children buy uniforms, papers, and books, etc. So you are also doing something for the poor children. We will give a contribution. He brought 31,000 rupees and gave it there, straight away. So I ha we had the contribution directly from Ganesh. On the very first day we started, then the money And uh, we found that the contractor, were very expensive to do the job as per plan. Then he said no, he estimated the cost. It, people were asking about three to four lakhs, but we estimated it would be about one, one lakh seventy-five, one lakh fifty. Mm -hmm. We engaged a mastery, labor ministry, and supervised. Both of us supervised the work being done. We finished it at 1.56 lakhs. Okay. And then we had surplus money another one and a half lakh. Then we got a request from two other schools, Sarakki in Sarakki in Jainagar, another Bande Pollyanir also wrote. There we went, visited, found out that that needs to be rectified. And so, we, when we estimated, we ran short of 63,000 for both the projects. So we sent out another message saying, those of you who wanted to possibly contribute for the first project, but could not for various reasons, have another chance to do it. Please send whatever you can. We got the money and we still ran 23,000 rupees short. One week before our uh, starting the project in Saraki, so we sent another message saying, we're running short of 23,000. Now this 23,000, if we don't get in the next one week, we will trim the um, project to the extent that we have money. When we did that, immediately 23,000 from US came. Straight away. And we got it. We started. Then somebody read it in uh, WhatsApp or somewhere else. For instance,
says uh, better India today. Yeah. Also put it up. And so I we received another twenty five thousand straight away from America. So we have some more surplus. We still have some surplus, but we are looking for some people to come together and say, right, we will take it forward. Once we have an young group like you, for instance, take it over and say, right, we will take it forward. We will be there to assist and continue. Right now, this accounting, money that comes, <coughs> will be part of a trust that is already there by Mr. Venkatsubrao. And we would like some trust members who can take it forward. Physically, it is a bit straining now for us, yeah. but we won't give up. So, uh, like you also, uh, I think you're also an uh, president of the organization in Yelanka, which worked for crime rates. So, would you like? No, to no, that is, uh, you know, that began when I came to Bangalore. I have a house in Yelanka, so I stayed. <coughs> it was really horrifying to note the crime rate was so high that women and children were being threatened with knife, daytime. That kind of a situation. Kidnapping of children, threat to kidnap yeah, children, yeah, etc., yeah. was happening, yeah. and housebreaking was uh -huh. regular. Okay. So I and my neighbor started talking about it. Of course, just like everybody, we blame the government, we blame the police, we blame the whole thing. Yeah. But then uh, the question occurred to me: Fine, we blame all of them, but who is getting the kick? You and me. What are we doing about? Yeah. He said, what can we do? I don't know. I think we can do anything. No. I said, let's go. I also don't know. Let us go. We visited thousand houses in about two days, physically. Requested them to come for a meeting. When we did that, I had expected some 15, 20 people to turn up. We spoke to the police also. I said, you please come. Let us see what you can do together. 200 people turned up, many women and children because the situation was so serious. Once that was done, there and then we decided from each house, once a month, one person will come for night vigilance between 11 and 4 o'clock. They all agreed. I used to be the coordinator carrying lotties and this one at 11 o'clock, give it to them. Okay. Probably some days arrange for some tea, that kind of thing. Within two weeks, this night vigilance group caught hold of two gangs with gold, silver, etc. They had broken into houses. I think this message went to Parappanagrahara jail, saying there are some old guys running around in Yalanka, new town. Don't go there. So the crime rate came crashing down. That gave a lot. That gave a lot of confidence to people that we can do things for ourselves better than expecting somebody else to do it. From there on, I can tell you, we protected all CA sites. Fifty-seven parks are developed in that little Yalanka Newtown area today. It is because of Citizen Forum vigilance. We didn't develop the park, but we never allowed anybody else to misuse it. Similarly, lakes, three lakes we protected. And finally, now one lake, Allah Sandra Lake, is a three 
kilometers perimeter walk path, international standard of uh, swimming pool, lights, so people are enjoying it thoroughly. There are two others, one, Kutenali Lake in Yalahanta. This was known for its exotic birds, say about 20 years ago. But the birds started stopping coming. Reason, all polluted waters are being directed to the lake. BWSSB, apartments, etc. So what we did, <coughs> we went to uh, government, made a lot of noise. Finally, we got hold of the, yes, we went before the Loka Yukta. He created a committee to <coughs> take it forward as to how to rejuvenate this lake. One doctor, Sanguni, retired professor from Indian Institute of Science, is pursuing it all through by himself. He is retired now. He, in fact, doesn't have a part of his intestine also, but he's also taken out, but he has not given up. He continues to do this. And now, the government has declared it as a bird sanctuary in Bangalore, the only bird sanctuary in Bangalore, given nearly eight crores of rupees for its rejuvenation. People around are now aware of this, they are all coming together, children are coming and trying to help. <coughs> it has improved a lot and the birds have started coming back. This kind of work keeps us busy. One is being a consultant up to a point, I said, okay, enough, I have, I have sufficient, yeah. I've done sufficient things. Now I want to relax. Yeah. When I say I want to relax, if I don't do anything, I won't relax get worried. So I involved myself with this kind of activities which gives me a great satisfaction right now. That we are able to give back to society something which will improve the condition for others. So what inspires you to going on at this age? Because uh, like if I would be there at a place I would never think to do that. And you're keep going you are not yet there, there, so you yeah. don't know what you're going to think. Yeah. But I would, never, I would never think to do it. <laughs> there are many people. In fact, even in India, plenty of people who are doing this kind of service as individuals, but not brought to yeah. public uh, information. Yeah. The public don't have full information about people. Mm -hmm. They are doing it in their own. <coughs> but we need to cultivate this. Uh, kind of involvement of those who have so-called retired. Okay. But they are not tired. They can come yeah. and do these things, yeah. right? Yeah. Engage themselves. <coughs> and you have many, many elderly people who gather in each community, you can see, sitting down, recalling their experiences in 1936 or before, and um, comparing what is happening today and declaring that to what is happening today is wrong. Yeah. So they enjoy doing this. But I think we should cultivate a habit by for them to say, right, what can we do? We have energy. We should, we should, we should keep our life engaged. Then in that case, we are enjoying life. So what would be an advice you would have, like, would have given to an uh, 
like a youngster listening to you, 18 year youngster listening to you? First of all, the 18 year youngster must remember that his age is a great advantage. His age is a great advantage. He can look forward to his goals. He must, he must work on what he wants to achieve and set up steps by which he will achieve and within a given time. And people can, youngsters today have a lot of advantage, unlike us, where we had to go search for information. Today, information is on your hands, hand. yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Even information you don't want is there. <laughs> anyway, but uh, the thing is, uh, make use of it. Yeah. And stop blaming the situation. Yeah. Start looking at, okay, if this is the situation, what how, can I do? Yeah, how can I improve it? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah, yeah. Because it's also my life. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is, none of us are independent as we declare. Oh, I am independent. I don't want anybody's help kind of thing. Every day your life is supported by thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I'll give you an example. Morning you have a cup of coffee, right? What happens? You must get milk. Where does your milk come from? Some unknown cow, somewhere. Cared for by unknown farmer. Gives the milk. That farmer gives it to the transporter, to the dairy. The dairy processes gives it to the transporter. The transporter gives it to an agent here. That agent sends a boy with milk to your house. Any point in this link, if it is missing, you don't get your coffee. So how independent are you? So you look at it from that angle, you are getting support from so many people. You must recognize it and say, right, how can I give back to them? How can I be grateful to them? How can I help? And I have a responsibility to help, to reciprocate the help you have received. That's the point. So I have I was reading some articles to know about you. So I found you have traveled seven continents with Antarctica. So sure. what fascinates you to travel at eight or eight at days this age, and uh, what you liked about traveling? You keep repeating about age. Yeah. That's something I must tell you. I'm yeah. not bothered yeah, about yeah, age yeah. because yeah. the day I you are born, yeah. from that day, yeah. every day you are aging. Aging, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So we we reach an age at different. Yeah. Now. Coming back to travel, I have traveled on business from 1981 to various countries. But in the last uh, four years, from 79, even earlier, I went to Africa, etc. But I wanted to go and see Antarctica. Okay. That was four years ago. Uh -huh. People asked me, Antarctica, you are going. Yeah. Will you come back? Yeah. I said, I will know only when I go there. Yeah. Otherwise, how do I know? Yeah. I'll go. I prepared myself, <coughs> went through Google, found out information about temperatures, etc., and also medicines that I need. I'm diabetic for 27 years. Yeah. Had a heart attack last December. Doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me at all. 
then I went, when I went to Antarctica, I made a presentation to all the school children, elders, yeah. etc., to enthuse them in terms of living, yeah. living life. Mm -hmm. So I had very good responses. I enjoy, um, you know, sort of encouraging people. Then I went to North Korea because that's the most dreaded country in this world. Yeah. And everybody says, you go there, you'll be killed. Yeah. I said, okay, let me get killed. <laughs> I went. Nobody, none of that. It's all, I don't know, Western propaganda or whatever. Yeah. That country is damned by everybody. You go there, completely see a different one. One, discipline is not... Uh, not negotiate discipline. Discipline is there. Cleanliness in all the cities, everything is clean. And their metro, from one end to the other end of the country, clean, beautiful. You go there, you, you feel like making sure that you are clean. That kind of cleanliness. People walk, go. They are a poor country. Agriculture, etc., the rural area is you know, you can make out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Economic conditions are low. <clears throat> but I think that country asserted itself against Russia, America, saying, you can't meddle with our country. This is our culture. We don't want you here. We want our culture to continue. That has brought in this situation, and you have a dictator there. But <clears throat> I must tell you, we think that country is poor. Go to schools, amazing. Every school there, education, education is compulsory and free. Right? You must see those pictures, the videos that I have. How talented those children are. Very talented. And beautifully um, dressed and brought into this classroom. And I made a comparison between India and uh, North Korea schools. It is a shame that we are at a stage, despite being independent country for the last <coughs> 72 years, we, our children in the schools are really not being cared for. I think every citizen must focus on this, and you will see this country come up like a wonderful flower. Really, and I think we can be very proud of our schools. But right now, no. Yeah, that comes, uh, it becomes difficult because uh, we are a populated country. We have more than one billion people living. So, like, I think it becomes a little bit tough to handle all the situations together. One we, have to, we have to give something by ourselves, even. I feel so. One thing is, the first thought that it is tough, stops you from doing it. Okay, you know, what is not tough? To deal with myself, it is tough. So instead of that, and say, right, if this is the situation, what can I do to improve? Even a little improvement. Little by little, you will find this country will be flourishing very well. And first thing is to start with cleanliness. That is a major issue because Without cleanliness, you will <coughs> attract diseases.
children will uh, suffer from various diseases, particularly the poorer sections yeah. and also the parents, everyone. And they will inflict the whole, whole uh, yeah. population also. Yeah. If somebody has got malaria in one uh, place, they will inflict it on uh, others yeah. also, however rich you may be. Yeah. It's better for the rich to contribute something to correct that situation so that they are also happy. We come at the end of the podcast, so now I have just simple five questions for sir to ask. So what is the best advice you got from someone? The best advice you got from someone? Someone? Yeah. Uh, that's from my father. Okay. <laughs> so like in the sense what, uh, if you can tell us? I used to fail in my exams because I was involved in theatre. Okay. He called me and asked me, please, I've tried my best to think you. Uh, understand education is necessary, but you seem to be involved in theatre. If you want to continue with theatre for your life, you go to Madras, there is a person who has said he will take care of you, go, I'll give you the money. I said, please give me two days. I was totally devastated by the concern that my father had. I said, no, he's so concerned. and. I should think about it. Two days I thought about it myself, only me, yeah. nobody else. Yeah. Came to the conclusion, theater is for my enjoyment mm -hmm. as a hobby. So, as far as living is concerned, I need to have education in order to be employed. So, I went back, told him, you will have no problem from now. From then, I passed my BSc, I passed my law, I passed my post-graduation from Tata Institute of Social Sciences, Bombay, and there we go. That was my father's advice. And the worst advice you ever received? Worst advice? Yeah. If it is worst, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. So what would be a quote uh, you love or you would uh, tell, um, like, for example, you will give me a quote. So what will the quote you will tell me? What a thought which you like? Challenge. Challenge. You look for challenges, you challenge others also. But not negative. It must be positive. So one thing you learned from traveling? One thing I learned from traveling is, before traveling we make assumptions about other countries, other countries' people, and all that. But I have realized every country I have been in, every person there is as good as me. If I am polite, they are polite. If I am expecting service from them, you are mistaken. But if you are in trouble, they will take care of you. Every country, I have not had any problem where I had some issues. The people have come and helped me. Yeah. So I've realized that every person all over the world is good, provided you think they are good. So the last question, so best advice for uh, anyone to give back to community, for me, what can I give back to the community? 
This, I think you must define yourself. Okay. Because what you give is on the basis of what you have understood. Okay. It is on the basis of your observation, your, uh, your, your thinking about opportunities to help. And how do I use my resources to help? Okay. Therefore, it is individual. But generally, you must have an attitude to help. For instance, I gave you the milk. Yes, yes. So you are getting so much of support. Look at all of them and say, right, how can I help? Yes. It must be coming from your heart. Yes. So we come at the end. Thank you very much to Mr. Padmanam, sir. And thank you to Mr. The, 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 the cafe we are sitting, that is uh, um, Mr. Beans. I'm thank thankful for them to give the venue on Sunday morning. Thankful to my friend Namrata and her junior uh, Shini. I'm very thankful for everyone. And Hello thank you to you. And yeah, her friends. And also thank you to Joshma. And uh, yeah, I'm thankful to all the people uh, seeing. And thank you very much for seeing. And it brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for seeing it till the end. Thank you. Thank you indeed. Yeah, and thank because, you. Because uh, at this young age, you have this enthusiasm to bring about change through sharing experiences of others. That's a very good thing. Thank you, sir. That's very, very good. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you very much. God Thank bless you. all of you.